Hello everyone and welcome to Disney WTF. This is episode 29. And for those that don't know us yet, we are a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic and one of us is not. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. 29, that's like, this must be your episode. This is all about me. It's, <laughs> it's really not. No, the episode is not all about me. But uh, this is my last year in my 20s. So I will be hitting that uh, magic 3-0 in about a week or so, like 10 days. Tell everybody what you said about yourself earlier. Oh, that like, I only have nine days or like 11 days left to be for Forbes to recognize that I'm like, I should be in 30 under 30. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't have much time, but. Yeah, very limited time to be <laughs> recognized on the list. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's a 40 under 40, so we'll see how that goes. Is there a 40 under 40? There's a 40 under 40. I Googled it. I was really like, I really want to make sure it, 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 it's a thing. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to write Forbes and be like, I'm here. Yeah, guys. I'm like, hey. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, headlines. All right. So my first headline the this one's kind of big and it's kind of an update to what we talked about last week which is resorts mm -hmm. and especially the magic kingdom resorts so there's going to be a new traffic pattern that's created okay. so that in order to get to the magic kingdom area resorts which include wilderness lodge polynesian contemporary grand floridian you do not need to go under the parking gate for Magic Kingdom. Really? Now there's going to be a turnoff that you have to go to if you want to go to those resorts. Hmm. And if you don't turn off there, even if you want to go to the resorts, you're going to go to the parking lot. So it's it's a big deal because- People it, will get lost. I think a lot of people might be confused. Yeah. I mean, Like if they don't, don't see that update or something? Yeah, but we don't know how well signed it is, so it could be very, very well signed. Mm -hmm. Maybe Disney knows that people are not going to be maybe they're not up to date on headlines yeah and they should have watched the show <laughs> <laughs> if only yeah <laughs> so yeah but that's a pretty big deal because i mean since you figure since the 70s when magic kingdom first opened and there was the contemporary over there mm -hmm. that this is the first change like big change to that little part of the air or that that area since mm -hmm. then hmm. well I hope, uh, you know, Disney does its job to push out the info and, you know, maybe make it so that if you, you know, didn't notice the change, it's not like a dangerous, like, oh my God, swerve, you know? Oh, so, but you know people, they'll, just, they'll swerve. Yeah, but hopefully. <laughs> swerve! Yeah, hopefully it won't be too bad. Yeah. My next headline, mm -hmm. and this is the one I was really excited to tell you about. Okay. A lot of details have been released about Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. In so Hollywood is, Studios. This is the Mickey ride that I'm not a fan of. Yes. Okay. Okay. So a couple of things were released. I'm going to kind of save the best that I think that you'll appreciate the most for last. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's known now that the premise of the ride is that you're actually stepping into the cartoon and you become a part of the cartoon gotcha. that Mickey and Minnie are a part of. Mm -hmm. The ride vehicles are going to be train-like. So yeah, makes wait, sense. So for, should we like warn people, like spoiler alert? Like, you know, if you don't want to hear... Oh, like true. if you want to be okay. su surprised, like maybe skim over this and, you know, jump to another section. Yes. So we small don't ruin spoiler. it. Yeah. But anyway, continue. I don't have very many de okay. details. So <laughs> small spoiler. <Okay. laughs> 
So the ride vehicle is going to be a train because, you know, as we know, the title is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so mm -hmm. we can assume that there's going to be a train-like vehicle involved, and it's going to hold 16 passengers each. Mm. So two, uh, two by two, so it's going to be 16 people long, though. Mm -hmm. And then here's the part that I think that you're going to appreciate. It's going to be a trackless ride system like Pooh's Honey Hunt in Tokyo Ooh, Disneyland. Okay. A ride that you thoroughly enjoyed and were fascinated by the engineering behind it. I was. Oh, I'm going to be in such a pickle when it comes out. I knew out. it. I knew it. <laughs> yes. I'm nailed gonna it. I'm going to be in a pickle when that comes out because I, you know, I have a plan to, to boycott this ride because... I just, you know, if you, if you didn't see in the previous episode, I'm, I think it wasn't in Walt's vision to have a ride about Mickey because Mickey was like the mecca of Disney. And I feel like if he wanted that, he, that would have been one of the first rides ever built, but it wasn't. And because of that, I'm a little hesitant to think that this is what Walt would have wanted. So now I'm in a pickle because- A very, a very dill pickle. A very dill pickle because I am, uh, you know, I'm, I really do enjoy that technology of of, uh, of what was in Winnie the Pooh's ride. Mm -hmm. And I'm super curious to know how it works and like see it more. But now it's gonna be in a ride that I'm fairly bored. That, see, this is just how life is, you know? This is just life. That opinions change based on new information? No, it's just give and take, you know? <laughs> it's just like, it's never, you know? I wish it would've been like some like not cool technology, like, ah, yes, not writing that thing. Not writing you know? that like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like the best technology ever yeah. and then like, I'm like, no, I can't write it because my, my morals, you know, but uh, I don't know. And just, just so everybody knows, when we rode this ride in Tokyo Disneyland, and it's the first ride of its kind, or at least a trackless system that we personally have been on yeah, as Disney people, well, as me as a Disney person at least, and Richie just kept going on and on about how he was just, how did they do that? How did they do that? Yeah. About the trackless ride system. And here we impressed. are. You're going to be able to see it a lot more often because it's only, you know, a couple hours away. Yeah. Imagineers, I was very impressed by that technology. That was amazing. And just so you know, you can have this experience approximately April, May 2019. Okay. April, May. Oh, that's so that's like... 2019. 2019. Oh, okay. So we're quite a bit of ways. Well, you know. Yeah. That's, we'll be married by then, maybe. Quite a bit of ways. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And my last news headline today is the Incredibles 2 trailer hmm. teaser has been released. Okay. And it's a good one. I got chills watching it. Really? I really did. <laughs> I, you know what? Okay, Incredibles. Yeah, I feel like, first of all, and I think a lot of Disney people will agree, that The Incredibles should have had a, a, a sequel mm -hmm. a long time ago. I think it should have had a sequel way before Cars. Mm -hmm. Maybe Disney, in terms of financial reasons, didn't think that was the best idea. Yeah. Because Cars is such a big franchise. But The Incredibles is such like the epic superhero movie for Disney people. I yeah. think even set aside from Marvel, and even though Marvel's a Disney property now, The Incredibles to me is the ultimate superhero movie. Was that like the first superhero movie, you know, in term for Disney? Or was there stuff before it? Well, I think in terms of like superhero in the most like literal Yeah, with like you draw like you put on a cape and like you have a, there's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that was the first one. Or at one. least that I can remember. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, but it, it was just amazing. The trailer features, okay, spoiler alert. 
another one. <laughs> if you if you don't want to watch the trailer. Yeah. So the trailer features Jack Jack, who is the baby of the family, mm-hmm. kind of just having fun with his powers, and then his dad, Mr. Incredible, of course, discovers like you have powers. Okay. And, and that's it. It's it's very it's it's fifty nine seconds long. Oh okay. Well, <laughs> cool. But it is just. Watch it. There's really very few spoilers because that's all you see. And we mm. already knew Jack-Jack had powers at the end of the first movie. Yeah. So just go out and watch it if you haven't already. It is, it's going to give you chills as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. You look really excited about it. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> about that and our topic for today. Yes. So what, uh, let's, let's get into to what the show is going to be about. What, uh, what's the topic? So today we're going to discuss... The hidden gems of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Hidden gems. Okay. So, Ricard, I do want to ask, what is your opinion of Animal Kingdom as a park right now? Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Well, I love Animal Kingdom because, you know, you get to learn about animals. Mm-hmm. And they have Tiffins, which is amazing. <laughs> and uh, the cast members that work there are super knowledgeable about what they're, you know, what they're doing and who, what type of animals they're caring for. So, I enjoy Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And so Animal Kingdom, no, I think that's a very, (laughs) that's a very um, good summary about your opinion. Yes. So Animal Kingdom, I feel like has been in kind of a state of transition up until probably when Avatar Pandora opened. Mm -hmm. So Pandora, the land of Avatar, Mm -hmm. um, opened just because there was a lot of construction going on. People were getting anxious. People had a lot of opinions, for instance, about Pandora opening. Um, but now it's really become a park that, you know, is no longer something that was a half day park, like when it first opened. Mm -hmm. So here's a fun fact. When Animal Kingdom first opened, there were only 10 attractions to go to. So it was a very small park and that's usually kind of how Disney parks happen. Like it's going to open on a small scale and then it just expands and expands. And now I got to say Animal Kingdom is definitely one of my favorites. I think it's wonderful. It's a wonderful park to visit. And so, of course, with all these new details, it might be overwhelming and you might not see every little thing because you're just trying to take in as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so today, I think I want to appreciate some of the hidden details that you might not know, even if you are an Animal Kingdom lover already. Yes. Okay. So let's get into it. First one. So the first one is going to be the Harambe Bricks. Now, that's something very abstract. I just titled it that. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm... So I know there's a Harambe area. Mm-hmm. Is that where, where the they're bricks located? Are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Harambe, to appreciate what the Harambe Bricks are, you have to kind of know the backstory, which is something that I recently learned about. Mm-hmm. So the land of Harambe, or the village of Harambe, was colonized formerly by a Dutch colony, so it was formerly colonized by the Europeans. And it was peacefully, they, they, they in, you know, emphasized that, yeah. <laughs> that there was a revolution where the people of Harambe are now self-governing, and it has become a place for tourists, a place for merchants, mm-hmm. and what was what was that colony, the remnants are actually in the ground. And you can see bricks inlaid into the ground of Harambe that mm. indicate a fort wall oh, okay. that used to surround the village yeah. to keep invaders out. Gotcha. Uh, quick question. 
is Harambe on a actual map of the world or is it like only on a Disney map? That I am not sure of. I oh, am okay. not a geographic expert. Okay. I do know that Harambe in Swahili means pulling and working together. Okay, but we don't know if it's a real African city. Village. Or village. No. Okay. I do not. Okay. Because like I said, I am not an expert. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. In in geography. Yes. But if if it is, I would love to go there and see the real thing. Okay. To see how it compares to our Animal Kingdom version. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, since that rev revolution, the walls have come down off of that fort, but not completely because you can see as you're walking into the village that there are bricks inlaid right there to indicate the history and yeah. story behind it. Hmm. It's really interesting. I mean, that's something literally, you know, you thousands by. of thousands of people walk <laughs> on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every single day. That's crazy. And it's just there for, mm -hmm. for the taking just to enhance the story, just that, that, that one little bit. Yeah. Hmm. So it's pretty amazing. Interesting. And here's a bonus gem that the roofs, the thatched roofs in the Harambe village were thatched by people from South Africa. Mm. So they brought in craftsmen from that area who do it as their living mm -hmm. to thatch the roofs in that area. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because I know, like, it's crazy because Disney has, like, their... Well, I guess, you know, I think they, they spoke about how there's some architect from the world came to do something. So, but I know they have like their exchange program where people from other countries come and work. I wonder like if that all kind of ties into like the same program. Oh, I bet it does. You know? Well, because for instance, like in Epcot, the Morocco area, they literally, the king of Morocco sent his architect to Disney mm -hmm. to build this area along with D Disney Imagineers. Yeah. And they are, there are people from every part of the world that are working in these areas of, of the parks. Mm -hmm. And it's just super, it's super cool and immersive. And it's it's one of those things, like you don't even have to leave your own backyard yeah, really yeah. To, to get to a, ten, a taste of that culture. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, all right. My next hidden gem mm -hmm. is actually the largest hidden gem on my list. And it's the Oasis. Okay. So the Oasis is the first land that you walk through in Animal Kingdom before you even reach the Tree of Life. So how is that like a hidden gem if it's like so big? Because I feel like people do not stop and stand to appreciate it because it's like the pathway into the park. Yeah. So you know how when you enter the park, and you have to separate either left or right, and then they both converge once you get to the, the Tree of Life on Discovery Island. I didn't know those places. I thought you all, all went to a different place. So you can go left, middle, or right, and you'll all still end up at the Tree of Life? Left or right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the reason why the Oasis deserves a little bit of attention is because it's really that first step that Disney takes to take you out of the parking lot, out of the turnstiles, mm -hmm. as they are now, and puts you into that you're on an adventure and there's going to be wildlife, which there are literally wildlife exhibits yeah. in this area too. So even though it's not a dedicated trail, like the Pagani Forest Trail or what have you, mm -hmm. there are cast members there who are also super knowledgeable, like you were saying, and can educate you on, oh, these macaws or this this anteater, let's say, mm -hmm. and what their day-to-day -day lives are, what their you know, MOs are in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and even the lush tree life that Disney has 
put in there and planted. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look from the ground all the way sky high, you know, 50 feet in the air, and there's just lush jungle-like atmosphere that um, that is immersive so that you can get into the zone, the animal kingdom zone. Well, you're definitely there. Like, <laughs> I put myself there know, just in geez. describing it. That was intense. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I do I do want to say it's the largest hidden gem on this list because I do think that it needs a little bit of attention, even from you and I, because I think that we, you know, you think I like, about... I speed walk through that thing. Exactly. Like, we got to go. <laughs> Everest, I got a fast pass. I got something to do. I got a fast pass, yeah. I want to see the kangaroos, like, zoom through, prance <laughs> through the tree of life. <laughs> prance. Which, that, to me, was a freaking hidden gem. Oh, that's true. Like, that's a good one. Yeah, here's my hidden gem on that. I didn't even think to bring my own, but here's my hidden gem. So if you go to the Tree of Life, I don't know what it is or how you get there, like how you get the kangaroos to come out. But we were just watching the Tree of Life. We're like, oh, Tree of Life is crazy. And a freaking kangaroo just started, came out of nowhere and just started jumping through like back and forth with a purpose. He definitely had a purpose. He was and going was, somewhere. Yeah, he like had a task, checked it off, and then went back home. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> It was crazy. Anyway, so that's my hidden gem. That's a good one, Ricard. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even remember that one. Yeah. I have a couple actually, but now that I'm thinking about it, but anyway. Okay. You, you continue on. Whatever you don't say, and if it's mine, I'll throw it in at the end. All right. Well, my, my closing remark on the Oasis was it prepares you for the wild, air quotes, experience you're about to have. Nice. <laughs> All right. So my next hidden gem is going to be something that you and I have discussed on our Expedition Everest show mm -hmm. is Circa Zong. Do you remember what Circa Zong is? No. Okay. It is the village that that is surrounding Expedition Everest. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I think that this one is kind of a hidden gem as well is also because of the backstory. So you would never imagine that Disney has created not just a fictional kingdom that is Anandapur to put this mountain in, but also this fictional village within the kingdom, Circa Zong, to put, also house the story of this mountain. Yeah. And the fact that the backstory also involves that tea traders used to use the mountain and the trains to harvest tea and export that as their main source of income has totally transformed into a trekking community hmm. and hosting uh, uh, tourists instead of exporting tea. And I feel like that's something that goes very unnoticed because mm -hmm. it's not necessarily right in your face because you're just in line, like, you know, waiting to ride Everest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. So, yeah. Well, hmm, it's like, in, it's like village inception. It is like village inception. <laughs> <laughs> and here's another bonus gem that I have for you. Okay. This was supposed to be top five. It's I going know. to top 15. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's so many bonus. bonuses. <laughs> so we, we didn't want to title it. 27 gems of, you'd be like, what, is this four hours long? <laughs> 27 <laughs> gems. What is it? So the bonus gem is going to be about the Everest Shrine. Uh -huh. And you may or may not remember where the shrine is, but it's actually across the river from the mountain. So if you're walking up towards Everest, right before you get to the bend that's going to turn so you get to the straightaway by Everest, uh -huh. there's going to be a mini shrine where there's some money, some food, some offerings to offer the gods of the mountain, mm -hmm. okay? And what you may not notice is that the curvature of the shrine 
actually reflects the curvature of the mountain. And because this is getting a little abstract for Richie, I do have a picture so that he can see it. How mind blown are you? Hmm. I don't remember if I've se- I don't remember if I've seen that, which is crazy. So I don't think I've seen that before. Really? When you said shrine, I was I thought you there was because there's something in there that you can throw like coins into when you're in the queue to like you wish and it looked like a shrine inside oh, yeah. the queue. Okay, so I think that that could probably be another one. Okay. But this is another one. Yeah. <laughs> which I think in the queue. Speaking of, here's another bonus one. Is the uh, like which and it it kind of annoys me a little bit because I'm like ah I gotta deal with this. But if one person rings a bell in the queue because there's a bunch of them, <laughs> it's like you get bells for five minutes. Oh, five minutes, please! <laughs> like, Until you get into the museum, yeah, you're so, gonna hear bells. <laughs> it's so funny, but anywho. It's not that I'm the first one usually. It's usually but like, I like it's to usually jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> super quiet when I'm walking in. I'm like, oh, this is so peaceful. Lloyd rings a bell, ding, and then all of a sudden, do, 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 do. it's crazy. Well, I mean, it's almost me. Christmas time, so there's a lot of bells involved well, in that. Anywho. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> all right. So I do think that that the shrine mimicking the shape of the the mountain is mm-hmm. definitely a hidden gem because it's kind of like one of those things that you just you just walk by yeah. and you know you might not you might not notice it you might take a picture in front of it and you might not even notice it until you get home That's but please yeah. go look for it and I think that you'll be as amazed as I am just google it google the picture Everest Shrine Animal Kingdom we should post that okay yeah we gotta post <laughs> on Instagram let people see it too alright so here's my next hidden gem what number are we on this is four okay technically gotcha <laughs> officially four officially four yes okay okay so the next one is going to be the background music mm-hmm. of animal kingdom and okay i'll say this animal kingdom is not the only place that disney has background music it has everywhere has background music yes. and it's all so well curated to the vibe and the theme that they want to create mm-hmm. but i think animal kingdom is a crazy representation of the different types of background music that Disney puts there so that you can feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you this example from one side of the park to the other. Mm -hmm. Dinoland USA. So as we know, Dinoland USA, roadside attraction, all about America. The background music is ranges from R.E.M., a famous 90s rock group, all the way to Blue Oyster Cult, another famous rock group. Gotcha. Okay. And then you go to Africa and you're going to have all of these drums and these all this music that's made by African musicians. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to transport you just like you're there. Yeah. And even so, in Africa, there are groups, live entertainment acts that you can see demonstrating this beautiful music that they create that mm-hmm. might not be as familiar to us living here. Yeah. And I just think it... How about this? Get a drink, take a seat, and listen. Stop and listen, no matter what land you're in, yeah. to the music in the background. And I think you'll be transported somewhere. Magical. <laughs> All right. All right. And my last hidden gem, officially, because we're only up to going up to five today, is going to be speaking the, la- the native language of Navi in okay. Pandora. So, I don't know if you know this, Ricard. You can... The Pandora, the land of Avatar, the Navi people have their own language that they speak. The Navi people? Yes. Okay. And 
you can go up to a cast member and they can actually teach you some things. So even though this language all for, for okay, was created for the movie, and there's only about a thousand words in, in the language itself. It was created by a USC linguist for James Cameron. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, you can actually learn the language of Navi in Pandora. How? You ask a cast member, and it's just as simple as that, and you can learn a few phrases. So for instance, my Navi lesson for you today is going to be Calixti. Or wait, oh, I messed it up, and I practiced it. <laughs> Darn it, okay. okay. So it's gonna be Kaltzi which is hello. Okay, cool. So well, there's its own language. Yeah, and it's something that you might not even think to do because you're just going, you're is gonna go wait in line for Flight of Passage for five hours. You know, you're not gonna be thinking about talking to a cast member, like, teach me some Navi. Yeah, is there a dictionary online? Yes, there is. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. You can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> but what hidden gems do you have to add? So the two hidden gems of uh, Magic Kingdom that I'm gonna throw in here are- We're talking about Animal Kingdom. That's what I meant, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> uh, the two hidden gems that I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in about Animal Kingdom is the parrot uh, or, or, or macaw? macaw show that is there that we randomly stumbled upon that was amazing because I don't know how they trained these birds to do that, but it's a, it's an amazing show. And if you can like, if you if you're there, definitely try to like figure out when that show is going to be and go watch it because it's very short. It's like five minutes long, if that. And uh, it's like I don't know. I don't even know if it's on the schedule. Like, is it on the schedule? I'm not sure, actually. So, but just find out. The, what Richie's talking about is there's a macaw demonstration in front of the Tree of Life um, a couple times a day at least. Mm. And they send the macaws off and then they bring them right back. Yeah, it's and so it's crazy. pretty majestic. And you're worried. They fly so close to your head that they're just going to like scrape off your hair yeah. with their claws. And, and it's really wonderful. The crazy thing is that I don't think they like, they don't, they don't like house them like purposefully. I think like something just happened and they ended up just like kind of training them to come and eat and then they go off and do what they want. But I'm pretty sure like in the show they mentioned how like they we ha we don't own these birds like we don't treat them here or anything like that. It's more of just like a yep we do this they come and we send them off we train them and they're gone. I think I remember hearing the word positive reinforcement. So if they we have food for you yeah. come on over. <laughs> so the other second hidden gem that I'd like to talk about is Tippins. <laughs> Tippins. A not so hidden gem, I will call it. And well, no, no, because on the menu is the hidden gem. Oh. It is ooh, the twist. Yes, on the menu is the hidden gem, which is that it's like a vanilla bean passion fruit iced tea. That freaking drink is amazing. Like you have to try it at some point, and they have to go cups, so you can go drink it there or you can get it to go. I borderline feel like this beverage has changed Richie's life for the worst in a way because he's like craving it at yeah, all times. I only want to go there, usually. <laughs> like when we go to an like Animal Kingdom, like we gotta go to Tiffin's real quick. And actually, the last time we were at Animal Kingdom, we were heading out, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna have one to stay, and then I'm gonna take one to go." Oh yeah, no. Now it's like official policy with me when I go to Tiffin's that I get one to enjoy there, and then I get one to go. That's how that works. <laughs> I, I borderline regret showing you Tiffin's no. because it's like it's a man. You know what though? I love Tiffin's so much. I don't mind going. It was the best decision you could have made in terms of 
Disney activities. Which is funny because I remember the way we actually discovered it was on our uh, Instagram scavenger hunt. Someone like mentioned it. Oh yeah, that's something. true. And then we ended up there and ended up being the coolest thing. Which we, we should do again. That scavenger hunt was fun. Well, Animal Kingdom is fun yeah, in general. True. So uh, I'm really glad I got to get all of these hidden gems out yeah. because keeping them a secret <laughs> was, it was hurting. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, pretty much all we have for today's episode. We really appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, whether, however you're listening, we've, we've decided that we, we're trying to get our, our episodes out on as many platforms as possible. So we're now on Google Play, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Overcast, um, probably most you know streaming podcast streaming apps that are out there. You might be able to search Disney WTF and find us on there. But whatever it is that you decide how you're going to watch and listen, please subscribe, leave us a rating, leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. And we're also on Instagram. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're on Instagram. <laughs> Disney like, WTF.radio. We're on Facebook. We're also on Medium yes. at Disney WTF. Yes. And thank you guys so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we hope this brings a little bit of magic to your day. And we'll see you next time. Oh, 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 oh,